RHD 107.9 Life, Michaela here with you, joining you this evening with James. James, it is fantastic to have you back. It has been a while since we've had you on the show. It it really is. And I guess the circumstances under which we are doing it shows how difficult it is to pull everything together. Because this is the first show that we've done since we did our 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 second stint of lockdown. I feel bad even calling it a stint of lockdown because in Adelaide, we've been so lucky. But look, if this all comes together and we all sound like we're in the same room as one another, it's a miracle, man, because you and I are currently looking at each other through a television screen. I know. Yes, I know. It literally it feels like we could just be having another one of our uh, daily morning chats um, on Teams. But no, we are, we are in fact recording a radio show. Um, and, and, and this is all new to me doing a radio show like this. But this, this is not new to you. You've done this a lot before, um, back when we had like our last lockdowns, like last year. Um, you did quite a lot of radio shows uh, on Teams in lockdown as well, didn't you? So, you, so th- I mean, this is just, you know, old news I to know. you. In, in actual fact, we were nominated for a uh, South Australian Community Crisis Innovation Award. Wowzers. For that. Backguards, it's very impressive. Um, b- uh, because we... Because, yeah, because we were doing everything. We, we were trying to work out how do we record a radio show that sounds like a radio show when everyone can't literally be in the same room as one another. So we had all of our wonderful ArchD old scholars literally scattered around Metropolitan Adelaide, all recording on whatever devices we had, whether it was an iPhone or, or like a Yeti mic or something like that. We were doing everything we possibly could. And then in the end, syncing everything up and, and hoping that it all sounded like a radio show, which thankfully, after a few false starts, it did. Yeah, it was Yes, good. it did. It, it, it absolutely did. It sounded exactly like a radio show. So fantastic job on those ones. Um, but, but no, in all seriousness, it's fantastic to have you back. And we have got an incredible show lined up ahead um, to mark this momentous occasion. Um, what are the things we're going to be having a chat about is something called food shrinkage. James, have you heard of this term? No, I'm not familiar with that because that just sounds odd, man. But I am, I am. You've you've done you've done the right thing. You have piqued my interest, and I can't wait. Oh, good, to fantastic. Get ready to be educated on the subject. Then uh, we're going to be also having a chat about claw machines. Do you remember these, James? They're a bit of an enigma now. They're not around so much anymore, but uh, a little bit of a distant memory. You know what? I tell you what. I was at the uh, the bowling slash laser tag because that's the only way they can be these days. You can't have one without the other. Actually, <laughs> you should blend bowling and laser tag together. It'd be fun and really dangerous. Um, I know. I mean, you take you take laser tag, which is a strictly non-contact sport for a reason, yeah, and you yeah. add bowling balls, and no, like nothing good can come from that. I I don't think. <laughs> clear right but yes i was at bowling slash laser tag the other day and they still had some there as part of the arcade and i'm always tempted to do that even though i've never ever gotten anything on a claw machine before oh good good very it's very good, good to be here like honestly it's actually been a while since i've actually done a show so i'm really kind of excited i to know man it's like it. it's like you have other things to do outside of us i mean how dare it's you like that isn't it isn't it yes. like that well i'm glad you're back you've said in the intro you have so a little bit of experience with what we're going to be talking about next which is fantastic. I'm very excited. I've picked it then. Um, now, while there may- this is hilarious. Do you know what I've actually jotted down as well? I've written, while there may not be many bowling alleys and arcades left in 2021, which is exactly what you said, except what did you, you said bowling alleys and laser tag. I yes, mean, combined. one in the same. Yeah, combined. 
and they're not exactly <laughs> the best mix, really, either. No. Either it's like going really probably like escape rooms and laser tag would be a better mixture. That would be but, awesome. Um, but like escape houses, so you're all in your own rooms, I think that would be cooler. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, on a or mega escape scale. rooms that, that mix laser tag. See, there's all sorts of things <laughs> mixing laser tag and bowling together, <laughs> laser tag. Like really laser tag plus anything, anything works well. would work. I'd even I think. go like fine dining and laser tag could be added together. I think. I think that it would definitely make an evening meal, a romantic candlelight dinner, a lot more interesting. Honestly, forget your radio career, James. I think that you're onto something gold there. Far out, yeah, man. I'm going to see now. I'll see these popping up all over the place. And go, oh, why didn't I paint that? When I had well, look now. While there may not be many left in existence uh, lately, claw machines are one of the lasting mm. memories from everyone's childhood. Sort of seen around the place, bowling alleys, laser tag. Like we've said, they've kind of been everywhere. Now, James, yeah. you said in the intro, you're not very good at these. Is is that correct? Well, I mean, if you class never ever having picked anything up with a claw, not good at it. <laughs> not good then, at it. Yeah, I'm not good <laughs> not at good it. Not good at it Although at all. I have seen, I've got to admit, I have seen people do it. Like I've seen yes. it done. Well, it's not and impossible. I have been so um, disillusioned mm. by their reaction <laughs> to it. Oh, like, really? So disillusioned. How do they react? Because they they haven't seen it. They go, oh yeah, oh I wanted another thing. Like <laughs> not picking something up is like. Literally a miracle in Carmel. Like, like this is just their every second Tuesday. They're down here picking yeah, exactly. out stuff. Oh, I got that one last week. No. Like it's just so <laughs> as if it's not just like the completely biz- most bizarre thing possible. Well, in a turn of events, James, the claw mm. machine is no longer filled with stuffed toys and chocolates. That is a thing of the past. Now, okay. since the recent lockdowns, Australia has been stripping their local shelves bare of all the essential sought-after items, right? And in the COVID-19 pandemic, no item is more desirable than the toilet paper, right? You can oh, see where this is going fantastically. I, can, I just can't see the claw machine doing this, but keep going. <laughs> a man named Brendan Wright invited people to test their skills on a toy soldier machine filled with toilet paper rolls. It costs you $2 to play and it gives you three at- attempts to get a loo roll. Uh, now, I must say, he is profiting off of people's desperate need for the essential items, but he's a businessman. Mm. I have to give him that. But my mm. question here is... In a world where we must play various types of arcade games just to win our century. Well, you're making this sound like some dramatic, like, you know, Independence Day style trailer. You can do the in movie voice. World. I can't. I'm hand- Go on. Do do the inner world. I know. You, you've got to give me the whole premise okay. and then I'll give you the movie okay. trailer in, voice. Go. In a world where you in must play for your chance to win your essential grocery items, what is your game of choice and will you survive? <clears throat> In a world where you're searching for essential items, what is your game of choice? And will you survive? <laughs> I don't know if it's really going to catch on. That was very, that was very. That was. That's got very, uh, very, that's like, you know, young Al Pacino it versus is. old Al Pacino. You're drifting. That's an, old, that's an old movie voiceover guy. Yeah, you're drifting away from Desert Turtle and sort of into the. Desert Turtle has ruined me. The movie trailer <laughs> voice is like, it's turned it, it's turned it into kind of a. Cartoonish version of itself. So, what is your game yeah. of choice? Because mine certainly, it's not Claw Machine. I'll tell you that. Oh, look, I tell you what. That day that when I was at um, Laser Skirmish slash Bowling, yes, um, what I did play mm. um, quite a few games of what's the uh, Ducati, the motorcycle game. Oh right, I'm is not it, bad at that. So, I'm is it the one where you actually get on the motorcycle and yes, you like yes. have to lean? And, that's right. That's yes. right. Yeah. And you're good at that. Yeah. 
Well, I'm not. I'm not bad at that. Okay. I'm not bad at that. No, so, I, so I, I, I think, in terms because, of I mean, survival that, that rate, your family's got a fifty-fifty chance with you on the motorcycle of survival. Exa- exactly. Right. <laughs> as, you, as you break through the tape at the end, you're showered instead of confetti. You're showered with toilet paper rolls that just kind of like fall on you. And there will be no people getting their things out of the claw machines, going, "Oh yeah, got that last Tuesday." It'll be a world of real celebration in that moment. Absolutely. That's a world Although I long the for. The door, James. the louver thing, would have to be super big. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to reach in and like? <laughs> can't get it out you know you get, it's all stuck inside now james a new story has recently surfaced right which included the word which i don't know it, it sounded new to your dictionary it certainly was new to mine a couple of hours ago which is food shrinkage now you've never heard of this before have you well look you know you you you, you peel your carrots, right, <laughs> and you stick them in the oven for a long, slow roasting yes. procedure. And you pull your your small shriveled carrot out at the very, very end. And look, it's sweet. It's delicious. Yep. It's jam-packed full of flavour and seasoning. Meal. But it sure as heck is half the size of what it was when you put it in. I'm sorry. So if that's what you mean by food shrinkage, yeah, sure, I've experienced that. Well, look, that was a beautiful, very visual experience you've walked me through. It is not at all what I meant by fruit, food okay. shrinkage. I'm glad I'm, I'm very tell more. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm ready to educate you. So mm-hmm. a, a new story recently surfaced where a man who was simply out doing his grocery shopping and noticed something suspicious in the cereal aisle. His regular box of Cocoa Pops was gone and in its place, mm-hmm. a package that he said didn't quite fit in his hand the same as it did before. He then went and had a little hunt further and found that the old boxes of cereal were still being sold in the supermarket and he confirmed they had shrunk the sizes of the cereal Mm. boxes. Now, this has stirred up a lot of talk about inflation and pricing issues and, you know, like all of this market, yada, 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 which I get is uh, they're they're important questions to ask. I understand. But, James, if I would ask you... What is the one biggest culprit for shrinkage of foods over time? What would you say? And I will let you know there is only one correct answer in my mind. <sighs> there is only one correct answer. In my mind, wow. yes. Well, the one that immediately jumps to my mind, of course, is wagon wheels. Yes. Because they're the ones. Is that the one you're Bravo. Well done, James. But the question is, and I don't know whether or not you've got this information or not. Mm-hmm. Like, is it actually true? Because. Well, is it true? Well, I do have the information in front of okay, me. Okay, yes. go. Because this is actually, like, for me, this is like something that's been going on for ages, but it's like completely unconfirmed. Okay, well, I'd like- I don't know why I've never even bothered looking it up, actually. <laughs> we have spent so much time looking up the most random of things on this show. But this world worldwide issue has never thought to enter your mind on the Google search page. No. I'd, I'd love to pick your mind first, actually. Do you think that the wagon wheel, before I answer this question, do you think that it is a phantom shrinkage as- in when you're a little kid, you have small hands, you eat your wagon wheel, your belly's smaller, then you grow up and just your perception of the world is a little different, James. Do you think that you is it? What? Or is this that, a food shrinkage? That would be, it's interesting. In just you talking now and I'm thinking about this <laughs> in that from when I was like, when I was young, uh-huh. I remember the wagon wheels being really big, like literally a two hand kind of setup, right? Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I'm thinking- Look, it literally is the size of like a Jets Kraken yeah. as opposed to what it was previously. Mm-hmm. However, mm. however, I reckon I started thinking that from about the age of, say, 
20. Okay. Now, here's the thing about me being 20, McCarthy <laughs> Jones. Is that you thing that it's born a born yet? Yeah, I was going to say, is it that thing where it was a while ago? <laughs> so, this to me lends the more phantom shrinkage theory there. Because if you're now remembering them being big, yes. it totally lends itself to that. <laughs> very true because those timelines they just don't line up do they no that's well, right do so you- when you say oh, but how are you saying that when did I start noticing <laughs> that they were small and I reckon that's the case so but I'd be still curious to know if, okay. if it actually has shrunken because you're right the, the Cocoa Pops all serving sizes of things generally yes you know price goes gradually up sizes of servings yeah, go gradually, go down. gradually down I have some fantastic news for you <laughs> you and I are both not going crazy. The oh. wagon wheel has had two notable size shrinkages. One <laughs> one in the late 80s and one from 2006 to 2015, both when we were in our wagon wheel eating primes, no. both exactly when we have notably thought that they have gotten smaller. How bizarre is that? And incredible. Okay, so, hang on a second. So, wait a second. so you're saying yep. you're saying like basically when so you said one's in the late eighties, uh huh, and then one said is one was what what time? One was in the late eighties. One was somewhere between uh, two thousand six and two thousand fifteen. Right. So <laughs> this is hysterical <laughs> because that would have lined up with us. I don't even want to say this, but it would have lined up with us being the same age. Yeah. Yeah, it really would have. It would have. It would have worked its way into exactly the same moment in our lives. Matter, how much smaller did they get? Does so, it say how much smaller they in got? the eighties, that is a twelve percent shrinkage of wagon wheels. So, this could have been filling. This could have been density of jam and marshmallow. <laughs> this could have been all sorts of. This could have been all sorts of other things. It could have been. Every, it could have been anything. But right now, James, some unfortunate news. If you haven't already heard, the Royal Adelaide show for this year has been cancelled. We found out a couple of weeks ago that it had the green light to go ahead, but unfortunately, they have deemed it just not the right time this year. Um, now, this is off the back of also no Royal Adelaide show from last year. This is very diff- disappointing news. Um, but right off the bat, James. All of the sadness aside, I want to know, is your family the show-going type? And what has your response been like to this news? I have a like weird mixed relationship with. So the show always falls on the week of my birthday. It always has done. Right. And um, on the week of my birthday and on the day of my birthday, I'd say 99% of the years I've had one, it's rained. Mm. So it's always been – my birthday's always been associated with the show and and raining. Mm. And – not that that's really got anything to do with anything, but it was kind of like the last few times I went to the show around around the time of my birthday, I just find it was very wet, it was very cold, it was all of those kinds of things. Yeah. And I've sort of gone back um, and thought about it a little bit in terms of going um, – so I've kind of not enjoyed the idea of going to the show. So I'll go with the show, family likes to go to the show, mm. I'll go with the show, whatever. But then I sort of think, no, but wait a second, there were these amazing experiences at the show. Like getting a show bag, that was like oh, the greatest thing was. ever I would look Look forward to that year round. Yeah. And I also had a weird... Okay, this is a bit of a weird story. Okay, just go with me. Okay. So, I remember like a few years ago, probably about three or four years ago, I went up to visit um, extended family up in Queensland. And what had happened was my niece, who I'd known since she was very, very young, had since sort of like grown from being, you know, you have, you know, you're an uncle to someone who's like a little kid. And Mm. then they become a teenager. They want to like do and, and kind of do different things. And she had said to me, you know, like, would you be willing to go on the... Now I've forgotten the name of it. I think it's the is it the Viper at oh. SeaWorld? Oh, I don't, I don't know, 
no, no. I think it's called the Viper. What, can you describe to me the, what it does? It's it's the silly one. Okay. <laughs> every the, every big silly one. theme park has a silly one. Oh, okay. Commas. One that's just literally designed to make you lose your mind. <laughs> okay. Basically. It's like a oh stop it kind of one. It's, it's like it's got like a it's like a corkscrew spins and like Ooh. massive double turns. And, yeah. And all okay. Of this, at, at like high velocity. Yeah. And it was super high, and it's it's all of those kinds of things like that. Mm-hmm. And what had happened was I had gone on this as a way of saying, um, uh, uh, you know, she'd said, you know, Uncle James, come on the roller coaster with me. Mm-hmm. And you sort of like going, you start to, you know, um, uh, uh, you, you, you want to do the right thing because it's your first opportunity. You haven't seen them for years. They're now a different person. Yeah. They want to do something do a to good connect impression. with you on a roller coaster. So I was like, mm-hmm. of course, of course I'm going to do that. You want to be cool uncle in that moment, man. You want to be the cool, of course you want to be the cool uncle. Exactly. So, so. I get on the roller coaster and I'm terrified because I've never been on a roller coaster like this ever. I've right. I've avoided them all my life. And so I go on and it, it is literally, it is a lose your mind roller coaster. It's everything I imagined it would be. Oh, yeah. You know, in, in every way. We come off the roller coaster and my legs are like shaking and mm-hmm. rocking. And, and I was like, whoa, that was full on. And then she goes, oh, yeah. Let's go again. Oh no! And it was like it was something like uh, ten minutes before they shut the ride for the day. And so I come on, come on, come on, come on. And I'm going, oh, okay, 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 okay. So then I go and get on the roller coaster, and I come out the other side, and I'm just like, literally, I'm, I'm like, every, every nerve I have has just been like shattered, yeah, into a thousand pieces. And that's what I remember from the experience. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking, um, you know, my partner and I were there talk, talking about going to the show, and uh, and she was saying about going on the rides and doing the yeah. rides and said that will be for you James you do that and I was going well no no I remember the experience of going on the the Viper and it was just full on and all this kind of stuff and then she goes are you sure you're remembering this right this was a completely different experience to what I remember oh so what do you remember said so you came off the ride and you were buzzing so much you had so much fun that we all went on oh I was like what? what? Then, yeah, you came off the ride and you're like, it's absolutely amazing. So then we went on the ride based on the excitement that you had and we were talking about it. And I was thinking, have I remembered? Because this ties on to another thing of like experiences that you have that you remember completely, completely differently differently yeah. than to what actually kind of happened. And at that moment I just went, yeah, man, I'm going to go to the show. I'm going to go on the ride. <laughs> I'm going to get my show bags, cinnamon donuts. Oh, Seriously, yeah. you got me there. And I think... I don't know what they call down it because I'm, you know, Queenslander, as you know. We always yes. call them Dagwood dogs. Is that what they're called? Yes, well? I call them Dagwood dogs. Yes, Dagwood dogs. Yeah. So it's the same, same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the whole experience. You're gonna I'm go like, the whole totally, nine yards. Yeah, I'm in. Look, I'm, can I'm, I say without getting too graphic and gross from personal experience? Do the rides first. Do the, do the, do the Dagwood <laughs> dog second. <laughs> That's of course. Of course. Uh, now, James, we here on the show have tried and talked about our fair share of wacky, weird, and very, very rarely wonderful food combinations. The most uh, notably weird. being the soy sauce and cheddar brownies, uh, which yes weren't bad, man. Weren't no, bad. They weren't bad. So they since bad. since that day, I've been I've I've had an open mind. I tried to open my mind before after we came out of that. Going, what else am I missing out on? You know, because clearly mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunities. And gosh, may I just say, there is absolutely no shortage of weird food combinations out there. People are very yeah. creative. Uh, yeah. Now, recently, a new concoction has been thought up just in time for National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Um, Stop right So excited. What <laughs> is that? National Macaroni and Cheese yes. Day. Yes. Appointed by whom? <laughs> Who 
decided that. I know, right? Do you know, actually, I was having a chat with when we were at St. Mary's about um, – uh, with, with the St. Mary's Lives girls around about there and about some stuff we had done that was like um, a national weird celebration day. And they were like, can we all just have one? Can we just all register for it to just be National Michaela Howard Jones and National James Meston Day? Because my goodness, well, they mean, have we a can lot. Just say that today is National Michaela Howard Jones Day, and then I mean, who's going to say no? <laughs> who's going to stop whose us? Authority? Are you saying that I can't? This can't be my day. <laughs> are you telling me the fifth of August is now the National Michaela Howard Jones Day, James? <laughs> Why not? Okay, so National Macaroni and Cheese Day, right? To celebrate this year, they have released macaroni and cheese flavored. Ice cream. At this point, with the na- like, with with macaroni and cheese ice cream, it's like, oh come on, like, oh come on, that's so gross. Why are you even trying on this, right? And but it's actually a real product. It's been made by Kraft, which who are uh, like, if if you don't know, and James, you probably wouldn't know because you only recently tried Easy Mac, which is made mm-hmm. by Kraft. They are like the world-renowned microwave macaroni and cheese connoisseurs. Hey, hey hello, seriously, like I, I, I don't know, I've told you this story about when I went to Canada and there was all of that stuff around what they refer to as craft dinner. And I didn't know what it was <laughs> until I went you there. You make it sound so posh. This is, oh, no, no, that was the thing. Well, it's all part of, there's a, you know, uh, TV show um, that has two Canadians in it, uh-huh. two animated Canadians in it. And it's basically like the, the the whole premise is that all Canadians eat is this thing called craft dinner. It's like heavily satirical. <laughs> and they always refer to it as craft dinner. And, uh, then when I went and visited Canada, because I couldn't do research on this stuff. It's not like it was in the encyclopedias or anything. <laughs> so what is craft dinner? And they said, oh, it's like, um, uh, and they're, they're trying to work out how to describe it. It's craft dinner. It's what it is. And I was like, well, what is it? They go, well, it's like, um, you know, it's like macaroni and, and, and cheese in a packet. It's like, oh, so it's like instant mac and cheese. Like it's it's yeah. cheesy mac. It's yeah, macaroni yeah, yeah. and cheese. And and I said, but that's just ridiculous, isn't it? That Canadians only eat that. Like that's so that's offensive. Yeah. Like, as an what a stereotype! I'm offended for all Canadians. <laughs> and he sort of looks and sort of shifts uneasily, and he goes, "Okay, well, look, I just I'll, I'll show you something." So we went into his kitchen, and he opens the pantry, and it's a fairly big, so not the main pantry, but like a big pantry cupboard. Oh, Usually right. Probably where you'd put all your cups and all uh-huh. your plates. Or something oh, like I that. see. And it was filled wall to wall <laughs> with Kraft Easy Mac. Oh no! And nothing else. That was all that was. <laughs> that there. was their designated Kraft mac and cheese shelf. Yeah, like that's our like, dedicated. No, we eat it, like pretty much every day. <laughs> so, in some form. So Kraft dinner now presents Kraft dessert. I guess is what exactly. this. Exactly, it's the natural evolution. <laughs> it is. It's a, like if if you leave Kraft Kraft dinner or Easy Mac in a cupboard long enough, it will evolve. <laughs> Over 12,000 millennia. And I can assume if, we, if we're running chronologically, we've got craft dinner. Now we've got craft dessert. Uh, we can expect craft midnight snack anytime now. Craft breakfast, and, morning and, tea. And the end, they, will, they will turn into like some sort of like race of superhuman <laughs> creatures. Craft overlords. They will rule us all. Uh, we have got uh, not much left of the show, but we're going to come back and we're going to say goodbye. And right now, this what is... What a great forward announce, Michaela. I know, that was so... We, we have got... To catch it all, <laughs> stick around. <laughs> and for more riveting content, the end coming nothing, next. Be sure to stay here. <laughs> we are here, like I said, so brilliantly, so adequately, so beautifully with my words, we are here to say goodbye because we have nothing left, James. Aren't you glad you stuck around? Uh- <laughs> 
seriously. <laughs> Glad we weren't kidding. If you were, if you, you were thinking that maybe this was listener. like some kind of oh oh it'll be something good like the end of a Marvel movie after the credits. No, no, we have actually nothing else, which is really sad. But James, do you know what we do have? We should sit here eating what is it? Eating kebabs or whatever it is they ate at the end of one of them. You just sit around and watch them eating kebabs at the end. Well, it, with that in mind, yes. this is a great ending. This is, oh, like is the it? most amazing ending ever because okay. we're actually talking to start with. Oh, that's true. <laughs> it's better than I don't know. I could I could happily be eating a, eating a kebab right now. I'll tell you that. Mm, but would we be as entertaining as Robert Downey Jr. in <laughs> kebab? I don't know. I don't know. And with only audio, how could we make it work, James? How would it work? <laughs> we are here very every loud. <laughs> we are here every Wednesday nights from nine, every Saturday nights from ten. Stay tuned for more of your music, and we will see you again very soon. Bye. We will. Au revoir. <laughs>